Alright, hello, welcome, ladies, gentlemen, frogs and frogettes, to the Joypad Podcast. My name is Tom, I will be your host tonight on the show. I am joined, as always, by my three wonderful friends and colleagues, Michael Fleming, Michael Pinto, and Megan. And uh, since I have the topic du jour, I am going to go around the table and I'm going to kick it off with Michael Pinto, my good friend. How are you doing? What are you drinking this fine evening? And what have you been playing? Well, I am drinking some good old H2O, some sky juice, as we occasionally refer to it as. I'm sleepy. It's been over a week since I've had a day off. I worked this morning. Uh, It's just, it's been a rough week. But, as per our last recording, I finally got my Switch. With my Switch, I received... What did I get? Mario Kart 8 <laughs> and Super Mario Maker 2. But can you guess which game I've played the most on my Switch? We know. <laughs> Stardew Valley. It, it's Stardew Valley. That's correct. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm i pretty sure if we go back and listen to an older episode, when I talked about getting a Switch, I distinctly said I'm not going to buy Stardew Valley for the Switch because I own it for so yeah, many systems because I already. asked you that. I remember asking you and you saying, no, I don't need it because I own it on like four different uh, machines. And I'm like... You're going to get yep. it. And you, you were correct. So yes, I've been playing Stardew Valley. Um, I also started playing Roller Coaster Tycoon. Classic. It's the best one. Don't at me. Um, which will actually tie into our topic a bit tonight. And there was something else I've been playing too. Uh, but I played I Raft can't... the other night. We played Raft the other night. Man, I just, I love that game. Like, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, Megan, you you missed out on the adventures, but when you come back, you'll be pleasantly surprised by the expansions we've made. Ew. We didn't oh, do, yeah, we didn't do anything story wise. We just kind of built up our raft, yeah. to turn our raft into a boat. Make we've been our, laying our pipe. houseboat a house home. <laughs> yeah, we've been laying pipe. Uh, yeah, Tom laid a lot of, of pipe. <laughs> I um, amuse myself with euphemisms. But I'm yeah, uncomfortable. That's, that's about it. <laughs> well, Megan, since you're so uncomfortable, I'll let you change the subject. How are you feeling? What are you drinking? What have you been playing? And you can gesticulate all you want Ooh, since you're not on camera. Yeah. No one will see it. I, I don't have noodle arms. Um, I'm I'm doing okay. It's a, it's a lovely what day of the week. Is it Wednesday night? Uh, I'm enjoying a glass of water. I don't have any uh, leafy, leafy water tonight. Uh, but that's okay. As far as what uh, have I been playing... Um, I fell down that deep, dark hole that is, uh, there it is, that is Stardew Valley. Uh, We played together the other night, and immediately afterward, I decided to download it on the PC and play it until 5 o'clock in the morning. Um, It awoke the beast. It did, and I've been playing ever since. (laughs) I just want to say, I think it's really funny that we both just bought it for different consoles (laughs) again, too. Yeah, yeah. I haven't touched it, probably... I don't know, in, in a while. Um, but it, it's fun. It's everything that it was uh, when I first played through the game. I'm excited to hit the new content. I'm running into a few things here and there. Um, and uh, I'm almost done with my first year, so I'm super stoked to see what it holds. I'm also playing another game, which I'll save for our discussion tonight, because uh, it'll tie in. And that's about it for me. Mr. Fleming, how are you? What are you drinking and what are you playing? 
Well, as I showed on camera a second ago, I do have a tiny little bit of uh, leaf juice still left, <laughs> but I do have a whole nice big glass of water. Uh, I am the sickly boy tonight, so I will do my absolute best to avoid coughing into everyone, including our listeners' uh, ears. Um, but beyond the sickness, uh, doing pretty well. And <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there it is. And Someone um, was going to make it down with the sickness yeah, joke. Of course someone was going to have to. So Pinto mentioned uh, that he really enjoys Raft, and I really enjoy it too, because that's all I've been playing solo recently. Um, so I started my own my own Raft, though I did make it a uh, public world, in case anyone ever wants to come visit Ooh. at some point. Um, you know, if like Pinto, you said you're you know busy sometimes, if people want to join my Raft, that's totally fine. I've got just about everything researched. Uh, I made my first circuit board to do all those researches, so... I'm getting there. I decided that the water purifier with the like the basic cup is the most frustrating thing in the entire game. So I've got that upgraded ASAP. And uh, I've already got my way to the shipwreck island and the uh, plane crash island, which we didn't even know existed in the game. At least I yeah. didn't. We never got there. And we've played like 15, 20 hours as a group. So that was kind of interesting. Um so I have my captain's hat. Uh, I've <laughs> killed the shark plenty of times because I've also found ways to to break the shark in a lot of ways. For example, if you shoot him with a stone arrow as he's coming towards you, his bite doesn't do anything. So Ooh. I just stay underwater harvesting, watching out for him. And when he gets close, pull out the, the bow and take care of him. It's been a lot of fun. I, I really like Raft. I, I can't wait for the next update, but I, I just looked um, earlier today and it doesn't say when the next update's coming. Mm, so. Bummer. Uh, the good thing is, is we have, you know, time like we have or rather we have an island or two, a little bit more, um, few more hours in the game to play together. So this, you know, not just going around for fun. That actually is like a storyline. So excited for that. Um, and yeah. So, Tom, uh, how how you doing? Uh, and what's our topic tonight? And do you have anything fun uh, to drink? Sure. So I'm drinking my standard uh, energy drink. Nothing special there. Um, I've been very busy uh, work and life-wise, so I haven't had a whole lot of time um, for games too much. But the main excitement right now is that uh, in the past week, thanks to Megan's help, I found and secured a oh, PlayStation yes, 5 that I'm going to be getting. Right. Yeah, you did. So uh, I beat robots uh, in the third of three rounds <laughs> of attempting to buy a PS5. Um, so it was a not not a not a KO, but I definitely finally beat them. Um, so I'm not set to get the unit until April 13th, I believe. So once it gets here, I will give it a shot, and that'll be fun. Um, I was actually just perusing the games that are available <laughs> still, and I there's still not a great selection. So um, it's more of a, a demand and supply thing at this point than anything, I think. I've honestly, like, anything that I used to play pretty regularly on the PS4, I've just put on the PS5 now. It's my PS4. That's, <laughs> that's definitely my plan. Um, you know, Cyberpunk has kind of shifted off of that platform mm -hmm. at this point. That's 100% PC for me. Not that I've had a chance to play it in <laughs> three, almost four months. But aside from that, you know, I'm kind of waiting on some more of those uh, Sony games to come out. 
and I'm trying to think of just other games that I have on PS4 that I would move over, but that's that's what I would do. Final Fantasy VII Integrate is the title that really got me to purchase a, fin- uh, a PlayStation yeah. 5 and got me to want to get back into the hunt uh, because it's brutal and <laughs> 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 not for the faint of heart. But um, I, I really look forward to picking up the sticks as Yuffie and, and running around ninja style throwing out shurikens, so... Very excited for that title, um, and I should be able to translate my game as a PS4 game owner to my PS5. Uh, and I think you get that game for free if you have the it, yeah if, PS4 version. Mm-hmm. If you're a Plus member, you get that for free. Uh, however, you won't get uh, Intergrade if it's the free version. Oh, I think you get Intergrade for free if you're upgrading from a disc version yes. or like purchased copy of. Uh, Exactly, yeah. If you have the physical copy or a, a purchased version of it already, you will get it for free. But if you're downloading like the, the free PlayStation Plus version, you don't get it for free. Right. Yeah, I have a fancy deluxe version Ooh. that I haven't played, so <laughs> I'll have to move that over. Um, and yeah, aside from that, I actually just got a copy of uh, Mario Maker 2 in the mail that I ordered because there's a big Mario sale for March 10th. Oh. And it is hot off the presses. And Mr. Pinto, I know you just got that game as well. So we may look into making some levels for each other and for the group if anyone else happens to get that game. I've been meaning uh, to pick mm-hmm. it up this week. I, but well, it's on sale. I just keep forgetting. I feel like Tom... You're gonna have a bad time if you try to play some of those hard levels, man. <laughs> you don't you don't have the patience for that kind of thing. Oh no. No, I I know I would have a bad time with it. I actually considered buying a um a capture card to record myself <laughs> having a bad time with it because I know I would have a bad time with it. Um and having a bad time for me means fun, hilarious times for the internet. So I'd so. recommend, Tom, if you do decide to do it, and this is for anybody who's interested in, like, starting streaming, starting capturing, buy one of those, like, $25 or so Elgato knockoff ones. Sorry, Elgato, yours are way too overpriced, but the USB <coughs> version, because Oops. it works full, um, it, I think it's full HDMI, but it uh, can display out at, like, 1080p, 720p, looks good, too, and, like, on the Switch it doesn't really need a lot of graphics so um super cheap option for anyone listening but for you too if you decide to do it um and then it's usb so you can kind of pull it out and move it around versus a, a, an internal card so just a little thought putting it out there for you righto it was so. recommended by um uh, forget his name epos or epos fox who's a big time like youtube stream rec like uh tutorial guide maker um he got some and he was like they're all great and they work really well for what they are for the price so definitely consider that i would totally do it too um and i I do intend to get mario maker as well uh so i can make some levels that you know what the price point's really what had been holding me up so maybe if i can find a cheaper unit i'll give it a a shot yeah i'll find and then we'll we'll provide some beautiful (laughs) furious content (laughs) <laughs> to you, our, our listeners and viewers. Um, so the last game that I've been playing recently, because I have been playing some Stardew Valley, but I've toned that down some. Uh, and with that toned down comes a ramp up of my playing of Madden 21 again. Because I'm a madman, I always come back to it. 
Uh, and the free agency and draft season always kind of inspires me to get more involved in the game. There's different peaks and valleys in the football season that make me pick up the sticks. Tom, uh, so would you say yes. you're a Madden man? <laughs> I, I'm a Madden man. Sorry. Continue. In my head, that becomes a reference to King Crimson's Modern Man. I don't, I don't know if that was a particular reference of yours or not. No, you just said Madman, and I was like, ha ha, Madden Man. It's bad that that went right over my head, isn't it? <laughs> a little bit. It's okay. It's, no, it's it's bad. That's all right. It's we've all had uh, a rough um, year ish, so it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I blame coronavirus. Uh, anyway, um, with that, with my re-engaging in the uh, the Madden aspect of things. What triggered in my mind as a topic for tonight was really the idea of simulation games, because that's really why I play Madden. I'm not playing Madden, you know, to be a great quarterback or, you know, to score a bajillion yards and 8,000 touchdowns. Although this does happen uh, quite frequently because I just kind of know how to manipulate the game. I play it because I like to execute football simulations and build my own reality where the Chicago Bears are not a <laughs> terrible football franchise, uh, where they have a franchise quarterback and they can win Super Bowls for the first time since 1985. So my question slash topic of the evening is what are some simulation games that you guys enjoy and what is it about those simulations that you really enjoy this could be anything from civilization or you know world kind of building game to as pinto alluded to earlier a roller coaster tycoon you know these are things we could all to some degree engage with in real life but maybe we have more power over them here what are but what are our ends i Really enjoy Roller Coaster Tycoon, but coincidentally, I don't enjoy roller coasters. Um, Megan and I have had some bad oh, experiences with, with roller coasters. Oh, no. I'm um, sweating. Sorry, sorry. That's, you guys it's not got good for your heart. I apologize. Uh, but yeah, I just I don't really like roller coasters, but I like theme parks, and I guess that's like a weird dichotomy, but. The problem with Roller Coaster Tycoon, I feel, is that when you build your coasters, most times you're like, I'm going to make the coolest, most extreme roller coaster. And then people look at it and they're like, hell no, nah, brother. <laughs> Pass. I'm not riding that. You crazy? You just made the euthanasia coaster. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. I just, it's it's almost like an idle game at this point when I play Roller Coaster Tycoon because it, it's a very slow paced game. So I'll play Roller Coaster Tycoon while I'm working on other things like editing the podcast or something like that. Because I don't have to pay super close attention to it, but I still find it fun. Also, I tried to look up cheats for it, and I don't think there are any. I was like, there's got to be a way to like just give myself infinite yeah. money in Roller Coaster Tycoon. In the first one, I don't think so, yeah. Yeah, there's no cheats, and it's upsetting. Yeah. 
I'm but. trying to remember. I know in the later ones, I think there's some cheats. There's a way to cheat. Oh, oh, it's called is... taking out loans and then don't ever repay them. <laughs> yeah, but that's still like a finite amount of money. I yeah. want an infinite amount of money. So the only cheats I remember from Roller Coaster Tycoon One is where you actually rename the simulated characters that come in. You can yeah. name them certain names, and they'll do certain things. So like, one of them um, will never like he has like infinite money like he can go into the negatives um i know is i think one of them and there's another that becomes the fastest racer in the go-karts he'll always win it and there's a few other ones like that but those are the ones i remember offhand give me money yeah there's nothing like that you know in the later ones they have versions of the game where you can either like do scenario editor and like modify the map for free or i was going to ask pinto i don't think you ever did but did you ever play Planet Coaster? No, I remember you guys talking about it quite a bit, but yeah. I never I never picked it up. My problem with that and and maybe it's because of age, I'm not sure, but Roller Coaster Tycoon, I just built whatever I wanted and then waited to buy more money and build more fun-looking things like Yeah, that, that's why I said it's almost like an idle game. Yeah, but of. in Planet Coaster, ever since the beginning, I feel like it's always been about creating almost like a like a real virtual reality or you know simulated roller coaster or like a full simulated park it's never been about like making money and then building what you want like i don't feel a lot of people have ever done the campaigns and in fact if you if you look up like anyone that's ever done a youtube video on planet coaster it's always those like beautiful renditions that you know they do the slow-mo kind of things there so they can make these fun um montages of their videos or their roller coasters and the creation process and stuff so um it just lost some of its i don't know the things you can do in planet coaster are amazing yes but it's almost it's almost too detailed it's it's kind of that Mm trade-off um between the old school roller coaster tycoon which was built for what windows 98 and um and and something that's built for the modern day where they were really trying to get into like you said Fleming the the VR simulation almost yeah but you can I mean you can add so many little scenery elements just to your ride like mm-hmm. to your ride itself and that changes the score of the ride like as opposed to in the roller coaster tycoon game it's really more about like the actual build of the ride with the peaks and flows and, and valleys and turns yes. of a roller coaster. Yes. Which, hey, I don't think they're wrong to have that element, and I think that's great, and it's really cool the way you can build things out, but there's almost something to the simplicity of the um, yeah. reduced burden in the older well, game. And, and this is probably my age in some ways showing. I don't have the creative process or the time um, the mental capacity to learn a game so complicated that like I see these things on you know like I said on like a YouTube video where it's been you know built for f- you know 500 hours of work and I'm like you made one roller coaster and spent or one ride because sometimes it's not even a roller coaster and I'm like that's awesome but that's like the end of it mm-hmm. so unless like that's your job or that's like all you want to spend your time doing I don't know it's just t- it's too much effort I think well it's 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 return on investment <laughs> yeah. to, to be to use a total old person phrase <laughs> it's you know how much fun are you having for the amount of time that you're spending and yeah. you can have more fun per minute 
Oh my god, this sounds awful. You can have more fun per minute. Are you having, are you having enough fun per minute to justify playing this game? Does the fun line exceed the amount of timeline? The, the sad the sad thing is, I think fun per minute is totally a valid measure of a simulation FPM, game. FPM, of course. FPM. Um, I think there's probably a collective of nerds who are overpaid that assess this for gaming studios oh, somewhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but I totally. think it's I think it's especially applicable to um to simulation games. Yeah, well, I would say simulation you're going to find the most like YouTubers and stuff like that that like that's their job almost, you know, just making these kind of things and like we see that in any kind of game where you create like you start doing creation so like I don't consider things like Ark Survival Evolved a simulation game in the way you're talking about, but I know there's YouTubers who like play that game and post their videos and they make money. Daisy people, same kind of thing. It's a simulation game, but the amount of time to invest to do those things, and we play Daisy a lot, it's it's a lot of effort to really ever make those beautiful kind of moments occur. So yes. Planet Coaster, I think, is one of them. But what I find interesting is so far, at least, no one's mentioned The Sims, which when I was oh, a yeah. child, that was literally like my favorite game. I'd spend hours like trying to build up characters who would have... And then lighting them on fire and trapping <laughs> them. Or drowning them or not letting them pee or starving right. them. Yeah, of course. No, but I, I liked that game too because, you know, as a kid, I didn't have my own money to make a house but i can make this guy work his butt off and then build like a really cool house off that or if you know pinto you mentioned just cheat because the cheat code was rosebud yep. to give you a thousand dollars so you can we also cheat your way to an a episode after that <laughs> yes we did <laughs> yeah we did hey just put an exclamation point and a semicolon after it and that's yeah. of course episode. What what I really liked about The Sims though wasn't necessarily following a character and and playing the real game. Honestly, like I I wasn't that into following the uh, career pursuits and trying to make eight million friends to get to job level ten or whatever. Yeah. Oh right, yeah. I really wanted to just build the house. Yep. Like I turned it into an architecture simulator. It also uh, was, house yeah. flipper. I was just about to say that's why you played house flipper, right? <laughs> well, you don't really get to do a lot of the no. architecture stuff in House Flipper. No. As a matter of fact, that's where it gets kind of boring. Like, I finally got to the point where you get to, like, demolish and build up walls and stuff, and it just takes forever. I was just like, stop, please. I don't want any more to do with yeah. this. Um, but in The Sims, it's just kind of like click, drag, you know, design a room, mm -hmm. design a house. And I actually found that when my wife and I were buying our first house, I was like, you know, what'd be really cool is like design our ideal house in The Sims or something like that because it's yeah. so uh -huh. easy. And then, you know, you don't have much to do with it once you do it, but at least you have it and it's kind of <laughs> neat. But that was, you know, I remember being a kid and, you know, you put yourself in the game, you put your friends in the game, whatever. Uh, you put the girl you have a crush on in the game, of course. And then you build really nice house for yourself so that everyone wants to come over because, you know, you can't have a lame house. <laughs> and, uh, you just you just build that stuff and you're like, I get the girl I like to like me, okay. <laughs> I'm done. I appreciated the most about The Sims versus something like a roller coaster tycoon and then a lot of the developers of that moved to Planet Coaster is that the game got progressively better with every new version of it. Yeah. So like the Sims one was it was fine for what it was, but you know, as you move to Sims 2, 3, and then ultimately 4, I don't feel there was much regression or divergence from the simulation itself. So 
in something like Planet Coaster versus Roller Coaster Tycoon. Yeah, the there was elements of <laughs> excuse me of that in the you know progression, but there was some like decision making that they made. You know, like we talked about with Planet Coaster, where the game almost became more of a architect game with roller coaster elements versus a roller coaster game with architectural elements. So I, I do appreciate that about the Sims versus some of the other games, um, simulation games we've talked about. You know, it's funny. It just occurred to me um, that all three of the games that we've talked about so far. So, you know, roller coaster tycoon house flipper, <laughs> um, the Sims and even Madden, they're all budget management games. To a point, the, depending on how you play it. So the way I play Madden is actually I focus a lot on building the roster, which is very salary cap budget management focused. Um, but at the core of all those games is really managing a budget to get better stuff. And that's not necessarily core to all simulation games, but money's pretty core to life, so it's probably pretty core to a lot of these games. And I don't know, I just I just kind of wonder if that's an actual appeal for these games. Um you know, maybe to you know feel like we're playing with fun money and we're rich like uh, oil barons, but <laughs> I think that's part of why they put a limiting factor on it. Though you can't have all the fun; you have to manage your fun too. Yeah. <laughs> fun management, fun per minute. Oh, the economics of gaming. That's that's what simulation games are. They're all about managing stuff. I mean, if it's not dollars, it's something else, right? Yep. Yeah. Well, because I also wanted to bring up um, City Skylines. It, it oh, was yeah. the same thing where I liked that game and then it gets to a point where it's like there's so much you have to keep track of that I'm like, eh, I'm good. It's like when traffic starts getting out of hand. And then you're like I, wanting to build your first highway. Your first highway, <laughs> like the, the public transit, you're putting down the buses and you have to arrange all the bus stops and which direction they run. I just, I checked out. <laughs> I couldn't do it anymore. Well, because you have, so that's when I, that's when I, uh, noticed you know just what true government went through it goes through though because it's like i gotta build a highway to get people into the business center more what do you mean i can't put the crematorium next to the elementary school (laughs) why can't i put the landfill next to the hospital why does that make people unhappy well well, Mm. that's what i was gonna say you can do it but no it's like for me, I was always like, okay, I got to build this highway. I got to fix the traffic problem. I guess I'm going to, you know, destroy all of the poor income housing people yeah. <laughs> so I can put in this hospital. And I feel terrible, but it makes the most sense. But then you put in the hospital and you see the wave of happy faces <laughs> sprinkle outwards from it. And yep. it, this, the dopamine just runs through <laughs> your brain. You're like, oh, yes. Yep. <laughs> i satisfied the face. wealthy elites. <laughs> yep. And then, and then you're like, why is everyone sick? Oh, I'm yeah. burning garbage. Oh, I mean, if it's my case, I played one scenario where there's like one lake. So I was bringing in the water from the that lake. That everyone was to, pooping into? That everyone was pooping into. So I, yeah. I was playing a constant struggle of trying to build up landmass to divide the poo water and the clean water. <laughs> It well, was the I, hardest, the hardest freaking guys, thing. Um, Tom, I don't know if you ever did it, but did you ever make the poop volcano? No, I didn't, though. <laughs> I know you told me. So, so I'm going to recap the poop volcano for anyone who did not listen. That was one of our first episodes nearly a year ago now. But uh, I found a YouTuber who did it. Um, but he basically built up the land, which you can do it, into like a volcano shape. 
and then ran the pipe with the poop pouring out of it. If anyone's played City Skylines, like the sewage flow, it um, can pollute water, pollute the ground, but he put it all into basically a valley that was in a volcano. And as it rose up, it got higher and higher to the point that it was about to overflow and he built his town around it. And then it was just poop overflowing and he put, what song did he put? Uh, West Virginia. The, the West Virginia song. Oh, Country <laughs> Roads. Yeah, Country Roads. Thank you. I couldn't remember the name of it. Um, he put Country Roads on the, back, on the back of it, and it's just poop flowing through the streets. It was the funniest thing. So I highly recommend anyone, if you oh, want to do some God. fun stuff in something like City Skylands, do the poop volcano. It'll make your day. <laughs> that's, that's a lot worse than the onion volcano at a hibachi place, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, of one of these is a delicious treat that you can enjoy and you get a spectacle of a, a show with your evening. Well, the other one's certainly a spectacle. And one of these is a literal <laughs> volcano of poop. Yeah, it's a spectacle either way. Oh. I really feel like City Skylines um, is the kind of game that would benefit from more uh, endgame to it, which admittedly, it's about building a city, how much endgame is there. But really, I got to the point in a couple of my simulations where... I just kept buying more land and expanding my city, and that's all there was to do. Like, everything was okay. I'm just expanding my, my city. Um, and once you get there, you really go, no, I've, I've really done everything, haven't I? I've, <laughs> I've, I've achieved for this city. I can retire as the best mayor it's ever had. Let's take this city to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to strap some game stonk onto this. I, I have the same problem, Tom, where I play those kind of games and then like when I'm done, I kind of feel like, I don't know, I don't feel that I wasted my time, but I feel like I need to restart. There's just no way to keep yes. going with what it is. So like, Or you feel like you didn't achieve something? Do you think that's I, what it no, is? No, I feel like I achieved something. It's just, the, you know, especially if I never played the game before. So like uh, The Forest, I would say, is a simulation game. Even though it's not quite the same, like you're putting yourself in that or whatever, it's it's still a simulation game in, like, you're building often, like we build forts or whatever. And I never felt that, like, it was a waste of time or I didn't accomplish anything. It's just that you hit a point where it's like, well, what else is there to do now? I just keep making a bigger base, you know, and it's like, okay, yeah. cool. And I can keep myself entertained for a long time that way. But at some point, it, it hits a point. Whereas, like I mentioned, DayZ, the nice thing about something like DayZ is that every situation you got into would be different when you ran into different people. They might immediately start attacking you or they might, you know, be friendly. You might have like a fun dialogue or, you know, you'll have funny stories about the people that you played with that had to go to bed <laughs> and were yelling with their yeah. parents. And you're like, oh, I didn't know you were you were a little kid. So well, it's, and- it's that kind of stuff that's fun, you know, stories from it. I, I think the curve is different because in a simulation game, it's really that you kind of start at zero and it's a long ramp up to the top of the mountain, right? But yeah. with a game, a competitive game like a Daisy, it's you really start at like close to parity. So somebody else might have all the guns and survival equipment and a shelter or something. But all you need to do is find a gun and you're at least somewhat competitive, right? Um, so, but... I, I agree with you. It's kind of like once you get to the, the top of the mountain, it plateaus. There's not a whole lot of space to go. I think of a couple different games that are like this, but um, the one that actually came to my mind while I was just now, one of my favorites of all time, Spore. <laughs> 
it has a, a ton of different progressions as you go and you can always build your you know species that you're working with a different way but They're all penises <laughs> what <laughs> no that's no man's sky <laughs> um but once once you get into like the intergalactic phase everything becomes virtually the same um i still have some fun playing through that phase but the most fun is when you're a crazy as pinto said penis monster <laughs> well uh, again r- like <laughs> I, we played swore came out back when we were in college they came out in 2008 yeah. yeah yeah i own that game i have never gotten i've gotten to the third stage which is what the tribal stage yeah and every time i get there i'm like i'm good i stop I think the cell stage and the creature stage are great, and then I just don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, the problem, too, is that the gameplay changes at each stage. Yeah. So I think the creature I, stage is... The creature stage and the cell stage are kind of the most fun, and the cell stage is really fun because it only lasts for a hot minute. Right. Um, but the, like, the tribal stage is where you're really playing like warcraft basically yeah it turns <laughs> into like, an rts basically which i like rts's yeah. but i just not in spore oh i i forget enough of it but i i remember liking it um and then there's the global stage the modern era stage after that which is even more um rts-y if i remember right it's just kind of it's just kind of goofy to see your your crazy abomination wearing top hats and shooting guns. So you know, I'm I'm kind of about that life, but um, you know, it, it gets very samey once you get past that, and you're just exploring other worlds and trying to you know make them into something that can support life. You know what? I, I hunger for the simpler times when I was a butt monster crawling <laughs> the purple earth, looking for slugs to eat. So I go back to that. Megan, you're awfully quiet. What uh, <laughs> simulation games do you play? Oh, I, or have played? Personally, I don't really play a lot of simulation games. And, like, I don't mind spending money on games, but simply because I know I'll get it, I'll play it for, like, a couple of days, and then be done with it. I, I really like to watch people play simulation games, like, you know... Um, like the trucking simulators or farming simulators. Yeah. There's like a certain level of Zen to it. Even the games that I do decide to pick up and play on my own. Like uh, at the beginning of the episode, I was talking about how I, I'm playing another game and Pinto can attest to this. I've been talking about it for years and wanting it. And I don't know why, uh, but I bought PC building simulator. <laughs> I was actually about to that. ask if you had heard of it. That's so funny. Yeah, so I I saw that a few years ago, and I'm like, I need to get this, and my fiancé made fun of me. Uh, So I ended up not getting it, and I saw a a friend playing it last night, and I'm like, I'm going to get it. Um, (laughs) So, And it's so stupid. It's so simple, but there's just like this level of zen where I can zone out. I can listen to a podcast. I don't need to focus too hard on it. But I know I'll probably only play it for like a week or two and then I'll be done with it. Like there's really no point to it. It's not like The Sims definitely that would be more of a long-term game. You yeah. know, roller coaster tycoon whatever. Um but I I typically stay away from them. But that's that's exactly how House Flipper yeah. was for me. So I mean, I I bought it, played it for a week and then put it on the <laughs> right. shelf. And there's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with that. Um and I I totally engage with it the same way you would, Megan, where it's just kind of a zen activity. And I'll fully admit, I have watched many hours of people playing, what's it called, PC Builder? Yeah, PC Building Simulator, yeah. yep. 
<laughs> that's a building simulator. I knew it had a different title, and I just couldn't remember the full technicals of it. But um, yeah, I, I found that online. I think I even like sent out a link about it, and I was like, "This is crazy!" <laughs> and then I watched like seven hours yeah. of it straight um, because I like doing that. <laughs> it's an expensive hobby, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's why a lot of people do those kind of things. I, I don't know. It doesn't. It's nice. Um, I know that they were keeping, I don't know if they still are, but I know they were keeping it up to date with like the actual yes. parts and the size of those that was coming mm-hmm. out, which was helpful to some degree to be like, does this fit, you know, correctly or would this look the way I want it to look and stuff. So I know people were using it for that. And I think that game is really cheap. I think it's like six, $7. And that's, that's where those like super simple simulators where you pick it up for a day yeah. and then you forget about it for a year and you pick it up, you know, again, that's where the the you know value is is like okay it's it's or the price is right it's like mm-hmm. low enough where if you touch it a couple times throughout five years it's worth yeah it. yeah like it gives you enough fpm for five bucks <laughs> yes exactly it gives you enough <laughs> fpm and maybe that's the title episode today. yeah yes. oh yeah it's yeah. definitely how called fun <laughs> minute, guys. how much fpm do you get <laughs> what's your fpm um <laughs> but there was yeah. also that rash of games probably like two or three years ago maybe more simulator games were pretty hot for a minute mm-hmm. and yeah, then came the ridiculous ones like goat simulator and job <laughs> simulator yeah. which oh. just completely but that is fun we're not yeah a, I know. a job simulator puts like a fun spin on what it is but then I think about, like, I, I play a lot of uh, cooking simulator yeah. games. Like, Megan made Futter Me Forever for playing um, Cook, Serve, Delicious mm-hmm. for a long time. I love that game. Overcooked, I love that yeah. game, too. Burger Shop, which all of this yeah. is kind of funny because now I literally work <laughs> in a restaurant 40 hours a week or more. And I still like playing cooking games. So I guess I guess it all worked out in the end, guys. <laughs> I mean, even in Raft, you're always co- like the one yeah, I'm, cooking. I'm, I'm taking care of the animals. I'm like, oh, guys, I made some delicious food. If anyone's hungry, <laughs> come get some drumstick with jam. Yeah. I feel like there's something satisfying about creating. Yeah. And some of these simulation games at least give you the facsimile of creation. Yeah. So, you know... While engaging the FPM concept <laughs> of allowing you to do it without having to invest all of the hours it would take to actually do all this stuff. Or in the case of cooking, you know, having access to these ingredients or even being able to pay for all of these ingredients and stuff like that. I joked before we started recording this episode and I was like, why do I like Roller Coaster Tycoon? Well, I don't have an engineering degree and $20 million to build my own <laughs> roller coaster. So, of course, that's, you know, why I like engaging with that. Yeah. Um, but I like the creative aspect of a lot of those things um, that I get to simulate. Hey, yeah. I'm never going to be able to run an NFL franchise. So. Yeah. It's funny <laughs> you mentioned, yeah. though, Tom, that like you know that kind of idea. I hope he won't care. But my younger brother actually, when he was little, wanted to design roller coasters because of his time playing Roller Coaster Tycoon and other games like that. So. I, I know that to some degree that can kind of inspire people. So like, I bet you there's a kid out there whose dad five years ago or whatever bought PC building simulator. And it's a, obviously like rated E for everyone game. It's just putting stuff together. 
that might spark someone's interest in something like that. Mm-hmm. I think that there's some, de- like, obviously not every simulation game's like that, but there might be some degree of, um, you know, hey, I like doing this, you know, kind of thing that, that uh, kids might get from some of these simulating uh, simulator games. And the other thing I w- wanted to add, too, and again, this is going back maybe, I don't know, six, nine months in our podcast, but we talked about VR. And I think that with VR becoming a bigger mm-hmm. thing, uh, we might see even more, um, to, you know, kinds of games that put in, uh, you know, a VR element into the simulation. So like cooking, for example, it would be really awesome if they came out with something that like allowed you to like prepare dishes and make it like look kind of how it is because not everyone can go and buy you know a 60 dollar steak that like is perfectly cut and like ready but you can kind of simulate it and that might be kind of fun so i think that vr is probably going to play a big part in the next uh 10 years or so for people like to do these simulation kind of games vr is the wave of the future yeah. man. um uh, i and, hope not for I everything mean, but i i think it'll be optional in a lot of cases okay. but i think it yeah. will be integrated to that end there are two aspects that we haven't talked about i think primarily because a lot of us it's not our primary interest but driving games mm-hmm. are huge and i mean i just think back to the time before i had my license um playing like a forza game or, or mario uh, burnout or... just kidding mario, mario <laughs> i listen if someone made real life mario kart and I could fuck up. Oh. <laughs> Never mind. If you could, if you could duck it. If I could <laughs> mess up my friends with some uh, banana peels and you know use some mushrooms to shoot ahead of people, I'd be all for that. <laughs> you know, I I think that market kind of caters to people that don't yet have their license or people yep. who are really into competitive driving or like sports car enthusiasts mm-hmm. stuff like that. I, I which one of them not? <laughs> I am not either. And then the other one I was thinking of was Flight Simulator, which I think we've talked about mm-hmm. before a little bit. You know, I've really been into Ace Combat games before. I've never actually played, you know, Microsoft Flight Simulator. Although I have read about the giant consoles and the fact that they actually use uh, an advanced version of that for pilot certifications yeah. uh, before you actually get in the cockpit. So I, I think that's really cool. Uh, I've always had a fascination with aviation, so that might be part of the reason I find that really interesting. I almost thought about being a pilot when I was younger. So being able to engage in you know something that you cannot actually do as a person, I think is a lot of fun too. Pilot wings, my man. <laughs> my mom was horrified when I told her. <laughs> That you were interested in being a pilot? That's such a mom response. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, she did the same. I told my mom for, and everyone's going to make fun of me that listens to this podcast in the future, but I told my mom when I was about, I don't know, 11 years old, I really wanted to be a Navy SEAL. And she was like, you're not going in the military in in general. And I was so upset because like, I really, really wanted to do it. But there was a lot of things that, um, looking into it, that I don't think I could have handled. So... Happy I didn't. But. <laughs> on on the flip side, I got called by Marine recruiters when I was like 17, and uh, they asked me what my height and weight were, and I told them, and they said, okay, <laughs> bye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well. So I guess every uh, military game is a simulation game for me, too. <laughs> well, I know that uh, back in the early 2000s, um, the Army actually created a game called America's Army. Yeah. 
that yep. they used as a simulator for their their troops um and it was like an experiment in the idea of like team building tactics and stuff like that i remember trying to explain to my mom that uh counter-strike was you know very similar to america's army and the idea of team building concept and she didn't like that because i had told her i wanted to be in the military and <laughs> at the same Bad time move. was also playing a game that was about team build, you know uh competitive counter um intelligence and all these other things so she was like no you're done this, you're not going into this oh the, the days of being a child right <laughs> i just wanted to give you validation for uh your your sports simulations where you know you want your team to win um in smackdown versus raw 2006 there was a gm mode where you could book matches uh, you could not control who won Unless you played them yourself, which was a nice touch, I think. But man, just like when you really like a wrestler who gets beat all the time. Yes, I know it's scripted and fake. <laughs> but when you really like a wrestler who loses all the time and you make him the top champion, you're like, yeah, I'm proud of you, man. I'm, I'm proud. Paul London, you should have been WWE champion. That's why I had you beat Kurt Angle. <laughs> Woo! Pinto, who is our guy who came into Ride of the Valkyries? Shanus? No, it was Daniel Bryan. Da I knew Bryan was in his name, but I knew I was missing one of them. Yes, Daniel Bryan. That's how I always felt with him when he kind of had his little rise to uh, fame and stardom for a bit. <laughs> so I, I, I'm totally with you. I, I would love if there were more of that in like a wrestling game. I would actually play the wrestling games more. Yeah, um, if I could do something like that, they they they've taken it out of the later installments, and people are clamoring for it to come back. Just give us back GM mode. Give us our fantasy booking. <laughs> <laughs> One other thing I'll say on that note: if you have a targeted simulation like that, where it's kind of like an uh, a thing that people know a lot about the logistics of, for example, for me with Madden, I really want to have more aspects of that to control. I want more levers, right? Give me as many levers as, as I can get, because there's an older version of Madden where you get to choose your offensive and defensive coordinators, and you can bring people into those roles, and it impacts things. And we're talking about a game that's, you know, 15 years ago had that functionality, and now it's not there. Bring me those levers back. Bring me more of that stuff. And they Allow bring me to the trade players more than back, three too, players. Tom. Like, if... Uh... Yes, if, if that's right. Peyton Manning retired, Peyton Manning would become an offensive coordinator. You could hire, and his you know certain stats would be better than others because of his position he had played. It was really cool. Some of the stuff they had in that, which is awesome, <laughs> because that happens, and it's just really neat to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I give give players all the levers. Um, watch out for that FPM. <laughs> <laughs> No matter what you do. Make sure your FPM is high. <laughs> and uh, we will go through our outro here and hit you all on the flip side. So make sure you like, comment, subscribe to us on YouTube at youtube.com slash joypad. Uh, follow us. Enjoy our podcasts on your favorite podcatcher. Uh, find us on Facebook at joypadpod, Twitter at joypadpod, Instagram at joypadpod, email at joypadpod at gmail.com. <laughs> Um, I, I think we're basically joypadpod just about everywhere, uh, except for YouTube. 
So hit us up on those mediums. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Tell us what your favorite simulation is or what is the coolest or craziest thing that you have simulated in a game and what you'd really love to see out of a simulation game in the future. If you have any uh, topics that you'd like to hear us discuss in the future, hit us up. We're more than happy to listen and indulge. In simulating one of the podcasters here, I will tell you all to stay joyful. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.